Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about businesses you can trust. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their experience and insight so that consumers are better informed about products and services they are contracting or purchasing. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. And later on this morning's program, we'll test your critical thinking when it comes to advertising. This morning, we will get you and your packages to their destination. In today's world of instant communications, there is a greater need to get packages and documents delivered. Later this morning, we'll talk about services that we should expect from a courier. Learning to drive is a rite of passage. Developing good driving skills and habits is important not only to each driver, but also to every other driver on the road. Dennis Raymond, owner of DriveWise London, joins us now to talk about driver education and safe driving. Welcome to Ask BBB, Dennis. Well, thank you. DriveWise driver learning programs are conducted at Fanshawe College. Is DriveWise affiliated with Fanshawe? Well, Fanshawe College offers a variety of different um, driver training and driver licensing programs, A, D, and M. Uh, We're partners with Fanshawe College to provide all of the G uh, training. What qualifications are required to become a driving instructor, Dennis? Uh, to become a driving instructor, is a variety of different things. Um, high school diploma, uh, you have to have zero points on your driving record. And, of course, really importantly, you have to have a clean uh, police record. Um, after that, there's uh, some testing. Um, the uh, driving instructor has to pass the G1 knowledge test, uh, the G test, and take an approved course through a uh, MTO-approved BDE course provider, uh, which we are one of them. When we talk about people learning to drive, we hear two terms, driver education and driver training. How does the DriveWise program address these two aspects of learning to drive? I think they're pretty similar, uh, driver training and driver education. I think the the terms are are very similar. Um, Our program covers a variety of topics like proper steering techniques, uh, safe driving techniques, emergency procedures, winter driving, eco driving, and other safe driving habits. When it comes to education, though, uh, how much uh, of that uh, involves knowing the Highway Traffic Act or the rules of the road? Uh, again, the um, knowledge part is really the G1. Um, the students are supposed to have that knowledge part prior to coming to the program. Oh. We do uh, obviously do some uh, some um, some teaching about uh, safe driving habits, uh, rules of the road, um, uh, all of the different stop signs and intersections, uh, but mostly the course is about safe driving habits uh, and what to do in certain situations. Besides programs for young people who have reached their 16th birthday, does DriveWise have programs for licensed drivers? Yeah, we offer a variety of different uh programs for professionals, uh, people who drive for a living like taxi drivers, uh, delivery drivers, salespeople, paramedics. Uh, Anybody who drives uh, for a living, we consider a professional driver. Um, The average driver is is about 20,000 kilometers a year. So if a salesperson is driving 60,000 kilometers a year, they're three times more likely to have a driving-related incident. So a lot of owners of companies will send their drivers, uh, their professional drivers, to us maybe every two years. Um, They already know how to drive, obviously, but we talk to them about safe driving habits for keeping themselves and other people safe on the road. 
We develop uh, bad habits, so it's good to be reminded of what are the good habits then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Is defensive driving something that all drivers should practice or learn? Yeah, defensive driving is a term that we actually don't use at DriveWise anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive driving is about keeping yourself safe. Uh, what we do is we talk we talk about cooperative driving uh, because we share the road with a lot of different types of vehicles, uh, bicycles, uh, uh, pedestrians, emergency vehicles, transports. What we do is we try and incorporate keeping everybody safe on the road. So not just yourself, keeping everybody safe. What are some of the common poor driving habits you see in other drivers when you take students out on our roadways? How much time do we have? <laughs> there are some. That <laughs> uh, there's there's a few of them. Some of my biggest pet peeves are uh, tailgating, uh, which is which is absolutely uh, the worst thing. You control the space in front of your car. Um, if you control the space in your car, you can be relaxed. A lot of people are are, are really angry and are frustrated and 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 don't like driving because they tailgate. And if you're tailgating somebody, all you're doing is looking at uh, the taillights in front. Uh, however, the biggest problem we have on the road, and, and probably everybody knows already, is distracted driving. Um, when the police call the big four problems, distracted driving, impaired driving, um, speeding and not wearing seatbelts, distracted driving kills more people and more crashes than all three combined. And there are a lot of things that count as distracted driving, too. Absolutely. Uh, for everything from eating a sandwich to uh, trying to tune the radio. Yeah. Um, and that includes texting, too. Well, what's the hardest thing to teach any driver, Dennis? Uh, new drivers especially is is um, looking ahead and, and moving their eyes. Uh, a lot of new drivers have tunnel vision and won't move their eyes. Um, to be a good driver, you have to be proactive. you got to look far ahead and anticipate any hazards uh, and moving your eyes side to side. So a lot of the new drivers, they just concentrate on looking in front of them and don't move their eyes much. I understand that when you turn 80, you're required to get retested. Do you offer any programs uh, for that prep? Yes, we do. At first, the uh, seniors would have to go to the Ministry of Transportation and pass a cognitive test. Uh, If they don't pass that, they would have to uh, redo their road test. Uh, Now, I urge all seniors to get lessons prior to that uh, because there's a lot of things on the road test that uh, they probably haven't done in a while, Uh, parallel park, three-point turn, things like that. So it's a really good idea to make sure that uh, they do get retested. Uh, Checking blind spots is, is one that's huge as well. A lot of seniors forget about that. You know, some of the basics of learning to drive um, are on high-speed controlled access highways. How do you compare those controlled access highways to street driving or driving on on single-lane highways? Well, driving on a 400-series highway is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, They're statistically the safest place uh, to drive if used properly. Um, I always say the main thing on the freeways is space, space, and space. Um, you control, again, the space in front of your car. If you have a lot of space in front of your car in a 400 series freeway, uh, higher speeds shouldn't be a problem. You shouldn't be able to um, have to stop quickly if you have a lot of space in front. Now, it's the people that don't use the freeways properly, that that tailgate, uh, that cause the multi-car collisions. How do you judge uh, when you have a proper space in front of you? We call it uh, three seconds following distance. So if, and that's minimum in adverse conditions and bad weather, you have to increase it. But if the car in front of you passes a stationary object like a pole, you start counting 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, I'm there. That's three seconds following distance. And that's the minimum. Uh, And in bad weather, you have to increase it. 
Well, it's too bad we don't have uh, more seconds to talk to you further about this because it seems to me it's a topic that we could go on forever. Uh, but again, just remind us how to get to, in touch with the DriveWise program. Yeah, it's at drivewiselondon.ca or the telephone number is 519-719-0438. Thanks for your time this morning, Dennis. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Dennis Raymond, who is the owner of DriveWise London, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search the BBB director under Driving School, and you'll find them. We'll return to talk about delivering packages and documents right after we deliver these messages. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Linda Smith, who is the CEO and the president of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Our guest now on Ask BBB is Brent Landers, president of Couriers Plus London, Inc. Brent, welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you. What is the history of Couriers Plus, and how did it get started? How long has the company been serving London and area? Couriers Plus started about 14 years ago. It actually started as a franchise. I had purchased uh, the franchise, which was formerly uh, called Fastway Couriers. It was an Australian and New Zealand-based company, and we started it here uh, in, in the London area, as well as several other locations in Ontario about 14 years ago. So now is it uh, just a singular independent company? We are now a singular independent company. Unfortunately, the franchise failed in Canada and uh, we were strong enough uh, to remain on and and create Couriers Plus as a separate entity. Okay, let's talk about what you do. Does Couriers Plus provide uh, one-time service or do you need to have a contract for continuing service? Uh, What what is your service? Uh, Primarily, our customers are repeat customers. Uh, They... They like our pricing, they like our service, and uh, once they, they start shipping with us, they usually stay uh, for a very long time. Although we do uh, do you know, one-off deliveries for people, uh, whether it's big, small, uh, you know, we, can, we can do it. But uh, our, our primary business is, uh, it's not contracted, but it is repeat business from business, most business customers. What is the area Couriers Plus serves? As a company ourselves out of London, uh, we service the area between Sarnia, uh, London, St. Thomas, Tilsonburg, Woodstock, Stratford, St. Mary's. But then through partnerships, uh, we are able to provide our customers service uh, throughout the country, uh, coast to coast, uh, using a different uh, multiple uh, delivery partners that we've uh, teamed up with uh, over the years. And we've sourced kind of the best of the best uh, courier partners to partner up with uh, so we can ship coast to coast. If we needed something delivered today and we've never dealt with a courier company before, what are what are the, some of the things we need to know? What are some of the things that uh, we should expect to, to make sure that that item gets delivered? Uh, every courier company does things differently. Um, you know, the bigger national courier companies do not provide that type of service that you're you're asking about. Uh, they're typically overnight. You know, if you're shipping some something from London to St. Thomas, for instance, it may go to Toronto before it actually comes back and, and goes out to St. Thomas. So um, everyone does things differently. Ourselves, we do not do a lot of that kind of that direct drive, you know, pick it up at one law office and deliver it to another law office. Uh, we're more like a bus over a taxi service where we'll pick it up in the morning and deliver it in the afternoon because uh, our drivers are all route drivers. So it's a little bit different. There are companies in London uh, that specialize in 
that kind of point-to-point direct um, service. Uh, we aren't one of them, uh, but we do provide that same day or overnight service at a fraction of the cost that you would pay for that direct drive, you know, kind of taxi service. So are there other different services Courier Plus provides? There are. Uh, you know, we've got uh, 12 vehicles on the road right now. Um, so we've got a multiple uh, or multitude of different types of vehicles. We've got uh, you know, full-size vans, minivans, and uh, 24-foot straight trucks. So uh, you know, we do everything from letters to industrial products, promotional products, right up to skids, uh, machinery, uh, you know, big freight for uh, for some of the larger companies as well. So um, we are able to handle just about anything. When we're shipping something, uh, how about liability coverage? Do we have it? Do you have it? How does that work? Yeah, liability is one of the biggest things uh, consumers do not understand. Um, they think if they're shipping a package to Toronto, uh, they're paying you know fifteen twenty dollars for that shipment. If they're sending a you know a laptop computer that's worth two or three thousand dollars, they think they're covered uh, for the entire amount of that product, which is not the case. Uh, liability works uh, at two dollars a pound. So if you're sending something that's ten dollar ten pounds, your coverage is actually only twenty dollars on that shipment, no matter the value. Uh, additional insurance can be purchased to. Uh, increase the the amount of coverage that you have, but a any basic shipment is only covered at two dollars a pound, and that doesn't matter which courier company you're using. Uh, we all operate under the same context is uh, that, of the law. Is that something that you make uh, people aware of? Then, if you know they're shipping something of high value, um, it's it's not something that most consumers understand, uh, and it's hard to get that point across to consumers. Uh, you know, a lot of times we don't know what's inside the packages. We see a brown box and really don't know the contents. So it's really up to the shipper uh, if they're if they are shipping goods of value, they need to indicate the declared value of that uh, that piece and purchase the uh, the additional insurance, which is usually about three dollars or three dollars and fifty cents per hundred dollars of value on the product that's being shipped. Speaking of uh, things that uh, you don't know what's inside, do, is it uh, you know, the responsibility of the shipper if it happens to be dangerous goods? Do they need to declare that? And uh, what are some of the special requirements in that area? Yeah, for dangerous goods, uh, there is legisl- legislation um, that's out there by the you know Ministry of Transportation. Uh, transportation of dangerous goods, uh, you know, there's certain packaging requirements. There's certain uh, Paper requirements, uh, you need to provide, uh, you know, all of those types of things to indicate that it is a dangerous goods shipment. Uh, and if it is, uh, there's typically additional charges uh, for those, but uh, it is ultimately the shipper's responsibility to provide the documentation and ensure that the packaging meets the transportation of dangerous goods requirements. There are a lot of courier and delivery services to pick from. What are some of the things we should look for in a courier company? Uh, reputation is probably uh, the number one thing to look for. Uh, we pride ourselves on customer service, um, on damage control. Uh, we do handle a lot of uh, freight that is fragile. Uh, we handle a lot of wine. Uh, we handle a lot of 
uh, light bulbs, things that aren't packaged properly because we don't use conveyor belts. Most national courier companies use conveyor belts and they will tell you that if your package cannot withstand a three-foot drop, it's not packaged properly. Whereas we don't use conveyor belts, it's hand-passed from one driver to the to the other. And as a result, you know, we do not have a lot of damage on our on our goods that we ship. We want to thank you very much, Brent, for uh, coming in and uh, giving us some insight into uh, uh, your business and to the courier business in general. Thanks very much for joining us here on Ask BBB. Thank you for having me. This is Ask BBB, and our guest has been Brent Landers of Couriers Plus London, Inc., an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search for delivery service in the BBB directory for all their information and a link to their website. Would you be able to identify a misleading ad if you saw it? Try the quiz with us when we return. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, who is the CEO and president of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. The Better Business Bureau has been helping people find businesses they can trust for more than 100 years. Businesses that support the Better Business Bureau adhere to accreditation standards that include sound advertising, selling, and customer service practices. So when it comes to advertising, there's a lot for the consumer to sort out. It is estimated that we hear or see more than 5,000 ads every day. So when it comes to advertising, accredited businesses commit to standards that are truthful, sincere offers to sell. The standards state that advertisers have a responsibility to be able to substantiate all claims made and should be able to provide that substantiation upon request. As well, all advertising that may mislead or deceive consumers is to be avoided. So from a consumer's point of view, I guess it's always good to put on your critical thinking cap when reading, hearing, or viewing ads, Linda. If you visit BBB's website, you will find an exercise that tests knowledge of standards and some of those critical thinking skills. Just scroll down to BBB Ad Truth and click and you'll be able to take the quiz. I see we can test our knowledge so uh, we can also learn how to identify bad advertising and we can also report a bad ad. How long does all this take? Well, the first quiz, Test Your Knowledge, has a few basic questions that take less than five minutes to complete. Can you give us some idea of the nature of that quiz? Okay. Well, the first scenario presents uh, this concept. Your coffee cup says eco-friendly and then asks under what circumstances might this not be misleading and then gives you four choices. All right. I think we're ready. Remember, we are asking for the circumstances where the statement eco-friendly is not misleading. A, the company won an award for being environmentally conscious. B, the company promised to heat all shops using renewable energy by 2020. C, the cup says in large print, cup made with 3% post-consumer recycled fiber. D, none of the above. Okay, well, my first reaction would be to pick C. The cup says in large print, cup made with 3% post-consumer recycled fiber. In that case, you would be among the 24% of respondents who chose that answer. However, 51% agreed that all of the statements are somewhat misleading. Mm, Okay. Well, let's try one more then. Should a business make this claim, you will lose at least 20 pounds in 10 days without diet or exercise, and your choices are yes or no. (laughs) Well, I'd say no. And your critical thinking cap is on straight. Outlandish claims like this are likely misleading. 74% of respondents agree that a business should not make that claim. 
So if we want to complete the entire quiz, uh, where do we go, Linda? BBB.org and scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on BBB Add Truth. In addition to this quiz, you'll be able to access information on how to identify bad advertising and how to report a bad ad. So we'll be uh, well-versed in the whole area of uh, advertising and good advertising and what makes it. So, Linda, that's all our time for BBB this time around. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. If you have a question or a guest suggestion for us, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you are interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org backslash Western Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. Then we want to thank you for listening this morning. Remember, you can hear all of the past episodes of Ask BBB. Visit the Global News Radio 980 CFPL website and click through programs to find Ask BBB. Until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.